Hi, Samir and Samir here, and welcome to our F1 podcast. Today we'll be talking about the 2022 Monaco Grand Prix. And it was another exciting race in Monaco with wet-to-dry action and um, a lot, lots of overtaking considering that it was Monaco. Yeah, going into this weekend, one of the big talking points was whether or not we would see Charles Leclerc finish a Monaco Grand Prix for the first time. And this season, he looked to have the pace to maybe try to win here with him being so dominant all season so far. Yeah, so going into FP1 then, the drivers needed this session and all the other sessions to test out this new generation of cars around the streets of Monaco. And these cars are so much bigger and so much wider, so lap times would be very slow compared to previous years. So it would be interesting to see how people could do. And immediately we saw lots of lockups going into Turn 1. Both Leclerc and Verstappen were locking up and going straight on at Turn 1. And Hamilton and Russell, both Mercedes, were complaining about porpoising throughout their cars. They couldn't find the right setup to um, reduce the amount of porpoising. And after it looked like they got their issues sorted out in Spain, um, the porpoising returned here in Monaco. And that was not a good start to the weekend for them. So it was the home hero, Charles Leclerc, who took P1 in FP1 with a time of a 114.531. So a very slow time compared to what we've seen before in previous years in Monaco. But this is still FP1. Behind him came Sergio Perez, just four one hundredths behind Charles Leclerc. Then Carlos Sainz, Max Verstappen, who is a little bit off the pace. P4 is not usually where we see him, but that's where he ended up. Then Lando Norris came in fifth after a very impressive session for him. And it, was, it wasn't it was just him, it was Daniel Ricciardo also in seventh. So both McLarens doing well, with Gasly splitting them in P6. After Ricciardo came Russell, then Vettel, and then Hamilton to complete the top 10. So going into FP2, drivers would start to push more as they got, gained their confidence around this track. But one driver that pushed too hard was Daniel Ricciardo, winner in Monaco in 2018 and two-time pole sitter. He spun at the swimming pool chicane after just losing the rear end and crashed into the swimming pool chicane. So that brought out a red flag. And it was disappointment for him. Now, obviously, that would have knocked his confidence for going into qualifying. So he would use FP3 to try to regain that. Also, we saw lockups into turn one and Mirabeau again from Lando Norris into turn one. And then Lewis Hamilton into Mirabeau. So driver still locking up in places we don't normally see before. And then also Sebastian Vettel almost had a crash like Daniel Ricciardo, but he saved his Aston Martin. So that was good from him. But once again, we saw the Ferraris flying out in front, this time not just Leclerc, but Sainz. It was Leclerc P1, but then Carlos Sainz P2, only four one-hundredths behind his teammate. Then came the two Red Bulls, Perez ahead of Verstappen. So Verstappen P4 again. Then came Lando Norris fifth for McLaren. Then George Russell sixth. Pierre Gasly again impressing in seventh. Then came Fernando Alonso eighth. Sebastian Vettel ninth. And then Yuki Sonoda tenth. So going into FP3 then in final practice before qualifying, 
This time it was Sergio Perez at the top with a time of a 1 minute 12.476 and behind Perez was Charles Leclerc 400th behind Perez and then Sainz was third then came Max Verstappen in fourth so again Max Verstappen is in fourth and he's just not been able to find the perfect balance with his car and he's um Perez has been consistently beating Verstappen so far throughout these three practice sessions so um we were wondering if that would continue on to qualifying and this is very strange because Max Verstappen is usually never behind um Sergio Perez by this much in FP3 he was four tenths off Perez's pace that's quite a bit of time that he's lost considering that he's usually the one that people are four tenths behind um in fifth place was Pierre Gasly so again um very good performance from him then Lando Norris then Lewis Hamilton and Kevin Magnussen splitting the uh to Mercedes and Hamilton once again even after some overnight setup tweaks was still complaining about the porpoising of his car so there was it was going to be interesting to see how well he would do in qualifying but it was Hamilton down in 7th and Russell also down in ninth, with Magnussen splitting them and Alonso completing the top 10. So now in qualifying in Q1 we saw Joe Guan Yu 20th and then Latifi 19th, Stroll 18th, a big surprise Gasly 17th and then Albon 16th. So all of them out in Q1. It was a big shock for Gasly to be out and a long way behind his teammate. Gasly was just complaining about how his car was set up and how it was just handling. He just couldn't quite get it set up properly. So we saw Mick Schumacher making into Q2 as well. In Q2 it was Mick Schumacher 15th, Daniel Ricciardo 14th, Kevin Magnussen 13th, Valtteri Bottas 12th, and Yuki Tsunoda 11th. So the two surprises, Ricciardo out and Bottas out, two big names out in Q2 after looking good in earlier practice sessions, just not able to get it through in qualifying. We saw Vettel make it into Q3 after a brilliant lap, taking his Aston Martin out of, into the top 10 shootout. But now going into Q3, we saw Leclerc light up the sector times, going purple in all three sectors to have a really good lap time and put himself at the top. And it was science behind him too. Then Verstappen once again behind his teammate Perez. But as they started their second set of laps, we saw Leclerc flying again, setting the fastest first sector. But then we saw Perez going into Mirabu Mirabo after exiting the hairpin, he just spun and hit the wall, and then we saw signs getting collected by him. So that brought out the red flag, meaning no one could improve their lap times. So in the end, it was Leclerc P1 and Sainz P2. So a Ferrari front row lockout. Then came the two Red Bulls, Perez again ahead of Verstappen. Then Norris fifth. For McLaren, that was a good showing for him. Then Russell 6th, Fernando Alonso 7th, who also crashed in that last part of qualifying. Then Lewis Hamilton 8th, Sebastian Vettel 9th, good for him in the Aston Martin. And then Esteban Ocon 10th. 
So now going into the race, the race started off with a severe downpour of rain and they had to delay the start of the race because on the formation lap, uh, the rain increased and it was getting heavier and heavier when they finally got going. And so the formation lap was delayed and also then during the formation lap after they saw the rain getting heavier, they red flagged the race and it wasn't until after 45 minutes that they were finally able to get the um, race going again it had stopped raining so it was just a wet track so the race got underway then with Perez or with um Leclerc leading the way from Sainz and then Perez and then Verstappen and the same order as qualifying and um at this point they were just trying to dry up the track because the it had stopped raining so just um about to see who could get um to the intermediates uh quickest and who would take that gamble and immediately we saw Pierre Gasly taking that gamble just four or five laps in he took the gamble and went straight to intermediates already and his tires though didn't switch on until like lap 12 when he was finally able to get past Joe Guan Yu and then confirmation that the intermediates were the way to go when he passed Daniel Ricciardo going into the swimming pool chicane. And that allowed a, and that um just brought in a whole lot of people into the pits. First of the front runners into the pits was Sergio Perez. He switched or he pitted from the full wets to the intermediate tires and then he went out for a lap and then behind after Perez um came in Next came the race leader, Leclerc, followed by Verstappen. They both went to intermediates as well. Sainz had already made up his mind on the strategy. He told his team that he wants to go straight to dry tires, so they obeyed it. And so then Perez had some very good pace on the intermediate tires on his outlap because he was able to jump Charles Leclerc when Leclerc pitted. That left Leclerc vulnerable to Verstappen. And Perez was also like massively closing in on Carlos Sainz. So Sainz had to commit now, fully commit to going to dry tires. He didn't have any breathing room for if he wanted to change his mind. So Sainz then was the first one of the front runners to go onto the dry tires and it was a double stack at Ferrari which was not the way to go at all because Charles Leclerc ended up getting held up waiting for uh, his teammate Sainz to go through and uh, so that you could hear how frustrated he was on the radio Perez or Leclerc was complaining so much about like why did they have to do this and because Leclerc got held up that allowed Verstappen and Perez, that allowed Verstappen to go through because later after the Ferraris double stacked and uh, boxed for drives, then the next lap came the two Red Bulls and they double stacked as well, but Verstappen didn't need to slow down at all. So Perez ended up jumping Sainz as well because Sainz got held up behind the Williams. So Sainz had lost that time and Perez was able to jump uh, Carlos Sainz and Verstappen was able to jump Charles Leclerc. So it was double disaster for Ferrari as they their pit stop strategy messed them up and they lost the lead of the race and they lost third place as well. Uh, they lost a 1-2 now, it was a 1-3 for Red Bull. So after that now, it was Sainz trying to just get after Perez and Leclerc trying to get after Verstappen. But with these new cars, they're so much bigger and so much wider. Uh, that um, it was very difficult to overtake if you didn't have at least like three seconds pace advantage over the car in front. 
So a few laps went by, and then on lap 27, we saw Mick Schumacher go have a very, very big crash at the exit of sw the swimming pool chicane. He went very hard into the barriers and that shattered his car almost as much as his crash in qualifying in Saudi Arabia. So they um, immediately red flagged the race as well. And you could see Magnussen watched Mick Schumacher have the crash and Magnussen had already had to retire along with Alex Albon. So they red flagged the race and had to repair there to obviously take Mick Schumacher's car out safely and they had to repair the barriers as well. So during the red flag period, people could change their tires and the Ferraris kept their set of hard tires on and the two Red Bulls went to medium, medium set of tires. And it was a question mark about whether they had, um, that was the right call because there was still 50 laps left in this race, and the medium tires don't have that much, de don't have that good tire degradation compared to the hard tires. So it'd be an interesting race to watch to the end. So once the race finally got going, it was a rolling start. And it was Sergio Perez who led then from Carlos Sainz and Verstappen and Leclerc. And immediately uh, up the hill and after Casino, Perez had a big lockup. And he already flat spotted his tires just as they got going again. So that wasn't good at all for his medium tires too. It would be different if they were his hard tires because they have... Um, very low tire degradation, but the mediums that was not good at all. So Sainz for the rest of this race was pretty much trying to just close up to Sergio Perez, and same with Charles Leclerc trying to close up to Max Verstappen. Uh, but behind them on the at the restart, we saw Joe Guan Yu have a very impressive save at the chicane after he was trying to overtake the Alpha Tauri. He saved his uh Alpha Romeo, and it was a very nice save. So going at the end of this race, then it was an unbelievable victory for Sergio Perez, who won for the third time in his Formula One career and his first win in Monaco after that disappointment in Barcelona, where he had to sort of give up the win to his teammate. He bounced back in very good style to take his uh, first win in Monaco. And it was Carlos Sainz who finished in second place again for the second time in Monaco ahead of Max Verstappen who broke his streak of for every time he finishes he wins. He finished this race and he finished on the podium and Charles Leclerc came home to finish his home race for the first time but I think he still has that bad luck uh, streak because it was a very easy win for him, but just the Ferrari strategy once again threw it all away for him. Then came George Russell, who extended his streak of finishing in the top five in every race, ahead of Lando Norris in sixth, Fernando Alonso in seventh, Lewis Hamilton in eighth, Valtteri Bottas in ninth, and Sebastian Vettel in tenth. Esteban Ocon had finished in ninth, but after his uh, uh, five-second penalty due to contact, with Hamilton, he finished outside the points, and I don't think that penalty was pretty fair because it was a wet track and wet mirrors, and you couldn't really see. And it looked like Ocon had full rights to the corner, and Hamilton really just tried to stick his nose up in there. So I don't know why the penalty was necessary, but it knocked Ocon out of the points. So thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. And be sure to join us next time when we take a look at the 2022 Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Thank you.